What's up, everyone? I am Michelle Brundage, and welcome to Five After Three. host of five after three the podcast welcome 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 if this is your first time tuning in I am so glad that you chose to join us today I am an entrepreneur specializing in project management for small businesses helping them manage their back-end operations as projects which result in better productivity and of course faster revenue this particular podcast was designed by myself specifically for people like me and you who yearn to be motivated motivated, encouraged, and pushed to their next best level of success. So if you are listening from a platform that allows you to subscribe or or notify you of a new episode, please check the box or add us to your listening list so that you are notified every single week when an episode is uploaded. Now, of course, shout out to our returning family that comes back every single week. Thank you so much. You all are appreciated. So the month of March, the month of the woman was absolutely amazing. We had awesome guests from, you know, different industries dropping gems every single week. It was so refreshing to hear different and and fresh perspectives from phenomenal women. So if you have not had a chance to listen to those episodes, please take a moment to go back and just get filled up. Like just listen to them all, binge listen to them all. (laughs) Now, typically this episode was actually supposed to air yesterday, but due to technical difficulties, um, it didn't happen. And I just wanted to record a completely new intro. You know, we're at a beginning of a new quarter. Yes, the first quarter of 2021 is over. And as of today, we begin again, right? And there is no one better than my dear internet friend, Diana Morris, to usher us into a new quarter. So every week, you guys know we discuss five points about one topic. And today, Diana will join us to discuss the topic of tapping in. Yep, you heard it right. We're going into a new quarter with full force. So maybe the technical difficulty was meant to be. Take a listen. Hello there. My name is Diana Morris and I am a clarity coach who guides individuals to make decisions and take action with clarity and intention. And today I am so excited to be speaking with you about all the ways you can just tap into the life that you want to be living beyond the life that has been designed for you by other people. So really to kick it off, the reason why this conversation is so important is I meet with folks on a day-to-day basis who find themselves in a place where either they are unsure as to what the end goal is that they're working towards. So they find themselves doing all of these things, putting on all of this work, taking all of these actions, and they're not quite sure what the point of it 
all is, right? And then on the other hand, you have folks who know what the end goal is. They know what they, you know, want their life to look like, but they're really overwhelmed and confused by all the choices they have, all the steps they need to take, and what comes next. So these five points are really going to help you identify, again, how to get from where you currently are to where you want to go and all the steps in between. So the first uh, part of this that I really want to, you know, encourage you to do is to think through very clearly what is it that you want. Now that seems very simple and very basic, but honestly, if someone were to come up to you right now and say, "What is it that you want for yourself?" would you be able to answer it? Would you be able to give an answer that is real and true to you? Would you be able to give an answer that is as full and representative? of what it is that you actually want? Or would you sell yourself a little bit short? Would you give an answer that sounds easy to say? An answer that is safe to say? An answer that other people have told you that you should say and want for yourself? So really getting crystal clear about what it is you want is really the first step before you do anything, right? And what does that look like? I remember back in um, college when I was getting ready to graduate and trying to figure out, you know, where I want to go, what job I want. I was speaking with my therapist about it, you know, explaining that I don't know what it is I want, but I think I kind of sort of know what I don't want. And one of the examples that he brought to my attention and something that's carried me forward is I often say that I really like pizza. Pizza is something that I am very fond of and I'm very particular of. And the question he posed to me is, you know, because I kept saying, you know, I'm really particular about my crust. He said, well, what what does your crust look like? And on the surface, again, that seems like a very simple question. But honestly, For me, what I had to identify was what type of pizza crust do I actually like? Do I like thin? Do I like Chicago style? Do I like the um, the kind with the little cornbread (laughs) or the cornmeal, you know, crumbs on around it? And being able to specifically identify what type of pizza crust I like helps me know which restaurants not to go to, which pies not to order, which types that I won't be interested in. And I bring that to this topic, to this point of identifying what it is you want, because a lot of times we walk around saying, we just want to be happy. We just want to have success. Well, what does that mean for you, right? Is happiness living in Disney World? Is success having a corner office? Is success pulling in a salaried position? So identifying what it is you want specifically to you with crystal clarity, knowing and using all of your five senses to describe it helps you understand when you reach it and what you need to do to get there. So the second point um, for tapping into the life that you actually want is really being able to position yourself correctly for it. And that means taking full accountability and full understanding and reflection on your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Now, a lot of times it's so easy to lean into what we're really good at or to downplay our strengths and try to avoid our weaknesses and avoid the potential pitfalls that might come up. But if you're not quite sure what it is you're working with, you'll have no idea or you won't have as clear of a picture of how to leverage everything that's in front of you, leverage all of the resources that you have around you, account for all of the things that might be popping up along the way. So the first part of that is really being crystal clear about what it is that you want, 
to the utmost detail and also having that level of intentionality and focus and insight into who you are at this moment and all the things and experiences that have gotten you to this point so that you're able to, again, leverage and take advantage of the strengths and opportunities in front of you while also mitigating and working around the weaknesses and potential pitfalls that might come up along the way. The third part of, you know, really tapping into what it is you want is making a plan, right? And again, this sounds simple, but when you're making your plan, are you actually accounting for, again, those weaknesses and potential threats and pitfalls that we just spoke about? And are you also accounting for flexibility, giving yourself room to pivot, giving yourself room to change your mind along the way? A lot of times I liken this to, you know, if you're going on a road trip and you're going to want to go to a destination, you've got the address, you put it in the GPS. But if you never actually look at the GPS, are you aware of the detours that might pop up? Are you aware of the scenic overpasses that you can drive by? Are you aware of all the places where you can fill up for gas along the way? And when we're creating plans that are so stringent and so strict, and or we completely ignore the plan that we had um, come up with, we're really doing ourselves a disservice because we're either going to miss shorter routes to get where we want to go, or we might just find ourselves wandering, hoping that maybe someday we'll get there. The fourth point about going ahead and tapping into the life you want to live really ties into that planning section But it's also the pivot piece and specifically giving ourselves permission to pivot along the way. Things happen. There are so many things outside of our control that as much as we would like to pretend that we can have a firm grasp on, life happens, right? I mean, 2020 was the biggest example of that. I know everyone is talking about the pandemic and how things um, were impacted by that. But take a moment and really sit down and take stock, even in that one year. What changed for you? Where did you need to be flexible? Where did you need to change your mind? Where did you need to give yourself grace? And as you're working towards the things that you say you want, Are you actually giving yourself that grace and that space to figure it out, to try again, to try something new? So again, first step is identifying what it is you want. Then it's taking stock of all the things that you're bringing to the table. It's creating a plan that allows you to, you know, make changes and adjust and adapt as needed while leveraging everything you're bringing to the table. And then giving yourself permission to change your mind along the way. And then finally, when it is time to just start and start making your way towards the life that you want to live, making sure that you're celebrating the small successes as much as the big ones. So often we want to move through life, moving from one big moment to the next big moment and completely overlooking all the little steps that got there. I know when the seasons start changing and the days start getting shorter, it really feels like it becomes midnight at 3 p.m., And it's easy to say, well, all of a sudden it's pitch black outside. But all the days leading up to that moment where we were able to see the change manifested in front of us, those days days still counted. Those days still happened. And even though we weren't seeing the time change, we weren't noticing that the darkness was settling in or the light was coming back because it wasn't as in our face, 
until we saw the big grand moment, the big grand reveal, all of those things mattered and led up to it. So what are all of the little moments in your life that you might be overlooking right now? And how can you start celebrating the little progress that comes up? So as you're moving forward, you're trying to tap into the life it is you say you want to live. You're trying to take advantage of all the things coming your way. You're looking to just get started. Those five steps will hopefully take you from where you are currently to where you want to go. Thank you so much for tuning into this. My name again is Diana Morris, and I'm a clarity coach who helps people take take action and make decisions with clarity and intention. If you would like to learn more about me and my work, visit my website at www.dianaramorris.com. I'm also on Instagram at Diana R.A. Morris. Thanks again for listening and have a good one. Wow. Was that not amazing? I want to know your thoughts. So leave a comment if you can, or send me a message directly on IG at the new home of the podcast at five the number five after the number three also don't forget to follow and if you want to reach diana morris her information will definitely be in the description box i am so many good things i'm just speechless at this point i hope this touched you in some kind of way that helps you move to your next best level of success so i'll see you next week at five after three Don't forget to tap in.